Take the usual podcast hosting companies and you'll stay in expensive wonderland. Take the podcast of Matrix hosting and you'll experience a completely different world of whole podcast library hosting. Choose wisely at podcastmatrix.com. That's podcastmatrix.com. Are you troubled by pop culture references you don't understand? Just trying to figure out a good jumping on point in a long running comic series keep you up at night? Have you or your friends or family seen a comic book based movie, TV show, or cartoon? not known what was going on? If the answer is yes, then this is the podcast for you. My Big Fat Pull List. Our assembly of knowledgeable hosts are eager to help answer all your comic book-based pop culture questions. We're ready to geek out with you! In the comic book industry, the hip thing to do nowadays is to take a book, doesn't matter if it's a team or solo title, and it's run, and then start up a brand new volume. And not just every once in a while, but all the damn time. They think sales will go up because comic collectors love shiny new number ones. Well, they're right. But we also love a kick-ass creative team sticking around and our beloved book's number reaching high double, if not triple digits. (sighs) Being suckers for a popular trend, we at the podcast decide to follow suit with our return. Don't call it a relaunch. Welcome to volume three of my big fat pull list. Don't call it a relaunch. Yeah. Drop the beat. Exactly. Which, and we're moving on. Which Welcome, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, wow. boys and girls, geeks of all ages. I am Mr. X. With me today, across the table, Smurfy. And next to him, Pistol Danger. And to my right, <laughs> Dr. Impact is here, folks. The doctor is in. But remember, you're not really a doctor. Well, I'm not that kind of doctor. Right. You'll confuse Smurfy. Too late. I was joking in our intro, but I, I do kind of have a, a, a little bit of an issue about mm-hmm. comic companies taking a book and then ending it suddenly... A month later, two months later, a year down the road. Hey, guess what? We're going to do a brand new number one. I understand because my beloved Iron Fist and Power Man was canceled after 17 issues. I think West Coast Avengers was just canceled on me. But are those all starting over again with a number one? Are they yes. being canceled to start over? They're all going to be in one amalgam book. Mr. Doctor Pistolverse. Right. Mr. Doctor will agree with okay, me. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. The problem is, is that I, you I just listed bad. books that were canceled. Yes. So it's not well, I'm half it, there with you. I understand the cancellation. W- right. But, but I'm I'm more talking about the starting a brand new volume. Yes. Like I don't need hair. 17 volumes of Groot. No, I have a. Okay, first of my all, my comment was going to back you agreed. up. Agreed. The publishers will do it just to get money because they know people hunger for that number one. Right, yeah, I think it's a great jumping on point. It's 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 still sales dipping. Yeah, absolutely. They'll start dipping. They're like, "We'll launch with number one," and it drives you up the walks. You're like, "I don't need 19 number ones," because then you have a kid come up and be like, "Do I get the number one of Guardians of the Galaxy?" Great. What year? What do you mean? Well, they came out with one every year. Yeah, (laughs) and and in some cases, I mean, I still am not a big fan of it, but in some cases. I can understand it. If you're going to switch a whole new creative team, or, or if you're doing, a, yeah, if you're doing away with the team and you're going to have a whole new team in, I still don't like it, but I can understand it. Yeah. But the this practice, especially at Marvel, Marvel's really bad at it. If mm. this practice of just ending the title and then starting over the very next month with a new number one, but it's the exact same creative team, 
I don't understand what the point is of that. Just drive that number one up, man. Right. It's just to drive it up. Everybody buy it. Everyone needs to have his number one. Definitely something to ponder as you listen to this episode, because it has absolutely nothing to do with what we're actually really going to talk about. Nope. It's a brand new volume, so we've got a lot of great things to announce. First of all... Pistol Danger is officially back in the area. Welcome back, Pistol. Hey, thanks. It's great to be back. Pistol came back to the Midwest from uh, living in the West Coast area for almost uh, two years now, right? Uh, about a month shy, yeah. Month, month shy of two years. Lots of new things in store for Volume 3. We've got a handful of new episode types. We have something coming up called Current Issues. It's where your hosts... We'll pick something going on in comic books or pop culture that we feel needs to be talked about, whether it be good, bad, or somewhere in between. We also have the return of the very successful podcast miniseries. Like what I did there, I was trying to make it sound more epic than it actually was. I did. We have to give a round of applause to Dr. Impact on his five-episode podcast miniseries on the Mighty Crusaders. It was very informative. I actually uh, listened to all of the episodes, and I enjoyed and learned from both of it. Head on over to our website, where all of those lists that Dr. Impact talked about will be available for everyone to peruse. That's mybigfatpolllist.com. And speaking of Dr. Impact and his accomplishments, Dr. Impact is actually going to be taking us on a wild ride with episode specific to certain points in time and storylines of DC Comics, starting at the golden age for DC Comics, going all the way up to, well, I'll say current once we actually get to it, you know, and it's going to be something that is stretched out over a long period of time. Yeah, it'll run throughout the whole season, which is, you Maybe know, Maybe even the next season as more, well. More reason and more incentive for everybody to just keep coming back, because each segment will only cover a certain 10 to 15 year block or specific events. Right now we've got it broken down to about 13 or 14 episodes total, but yeah. who knows, that that can ebb and flow. Which brings us to our next point. It's something actually that I'm very excited to announce here on the podcast. We're going to be having our own Patreon. Just like every other person who has a podcast, we're jumping in feet first. Well, we're all about trends. Why not jump in on the bandwagon? Yeah, we're what not about starting them, though. Let's be honest with No, ourselves. no, no. We that's, that's rough, and I don't like it. What is a Patreon, for people who don't know? Great question, Smurfy. Think of a Patreon as, as an always ongoing crowdfunding platform for artists. And in this case, for us, it's a Patreon for podcasting. To learn all about our Patreon page and all the incentives that we have and all our mini tiers, head on over to the link that we have in the show notes to this episode, it'll take you straight to the page. If you really want to help out this podcast, besides being a loyal listener, besides liking and subscribing and sharing, if you want to help the podcast, head on over to our Patreon page. Just like every first episode to every volume we've ever had, folks, that's right, we're doing it again. We're going to give you the rundown on our personal big fat pull lists let's start off with pistol i actually think i have the lightest of all of ours right now i'm reading amazing spider-man spider-man fantastic four no one left to fight batman last night on earth anything ghostbuster related house of x powers of 10 gwen stacy ghost spider very light list yes so if any of you out there have any recommendations for me hit me up 
Now, what would you say is the best book you're reading right now? Oh, God, that's hard. I'm really enjoying the Ghostbusters versus Transformers. Mm-hmm. So I would say that. Okay. Smurfy, what about you? You've got also kind of a light Yeah, well, it list. was Not bigger. As, it, it was. was bigger. It was. A lot uh, of things ended for you. R.I.P. We lost, uh, <laughs> we lost quite a few X-Men in that scuffle. Oh, well. Yeah. Yeah. Literally stop pouring your drink out. <laughs> well, stop. Well, it's empty now. So well, yeah, fine. so now it's a lot of X-Men gone, that, sir. No. Right. Yes, now my They'll shoes are back. all sticky. I'm all over the place, though. I get a little bit of DC, a little bit of Marvel, a little bit of indie stuff. So mm-hmm. let's start with DC. Still getting Batman Beyond. Uh, it's been a great book. Continuous run, which is actually nice. Very few interruptions from like other fancy to-dos going in or special events taking over or whatever, which is why I kind of love it. Green Lantern, which I'm not so much of a fan for after Grant Morrison, Grant Morrison. Grant Morrison took over. You're so, not liking it? No, uh, I'm not liking the art style, and I'm not liking the world, and I'm really not like. I mean, I don't mind Hal Jordan's character. But I feel like everything around it I don't like. I think I think Smurfy, this might be a place where uh, where you and I will disagree because I, mean, I so, I've kept getting it because I love the artwork see, so much. I kept getting it because so I've the got... artwork. Yes, now the oh, see, I don't Grant Morrison's story is not bad. He's hit or miss for me, mm. but the story has actually not been bad in my opinion. I've actually been enjoying the I book. I was bad, but the but... the artwork is what got me. So I, that's why I find it interesting that you I didn't know. care. For um, it. Nothing's really grabbed me. Okay, you know, but I mean, I had the entire Jeff Johns run. So it's kind of, in my eyes, I'm like, oh, you, you know, it's like original Coke. I want the new Coke. Mm-mm. Bad. I totally so, you know, understand what you're saying, yeah. Doomsday Clock, which I feel like is taking four years to come out for 12 issues. Still collecting that, though. I'm not currently reading it as of right now. I'm waiting to get them all because it takes forever for it to come out. I feel like it's like every three months an issue comes out. So by the time the next so issue comes out. So you're picking up Doomsday yeah. Clock. You haven't read it. I, I've read the first five issues. Oh, okay. And I stopped because I was like, by the time the next issue comes, I'm like, what happened? I have to go back and reread it all. Mm, so yeah. I'm like, I'll just wait for the whole thing to come out since it's so slow, and then I'll read it, you know, once it's all out. Young Justice and the third line of the Batman versus TMNT. Crisis one, on the half shell. Boom. Currently got it. I haven't read them yet. I just, because I, I didn't even know it was out. All of a sudden I saw three issues were out, so I grabbed them all. Mm, so, yeah. Okay. Excited about that. Independent comic wise, I'm getting Dungeons and Dragons, Darkest Wish. Which is their new line they come out with. And like I said, what I love about D and D books, they'll do a run of like seven issues, stop, and they'll do a completely new writing team, new art style, new everything, come with a different storyline. So a whole new group of characters. Almost okay. like a new campaign. Reading Firefly, G.I. Joe currently, since I have issue one through ten plus the first almost whole run, I figure I might as well keep it going since it's all continuous. Because IDW is doing the continuation yep, the, of the old oh, Marvel. That's story. what I was going to yeah, ask exactly. you. This is G.I. Joe, Real American Hero? Yeah, Real American Hero. Sorry, yeah. I should clarify, yeah. Because um, they do have that other G.I. Joe They do, book and too, they still yeah. come out with some specials every once yeah. in a while, but I'm primarily just reading Real American Hero. And if anybody's interested in more G.I. Joe information, Smurfy actually did a really great episode yeah. of uh, Most Wanted on G.I. Joe and the history of G.I. Joe comics. So we'll make sure that we put a link to that episode in the show notes for this episode on our website. That I'm getting Gears of War Hive Buster, ah. which is part of the story that connects into New Gears 5 video game. Oh, interesting. Didn't you talk about that in our annual? Why, yes, I did. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, we'll make sure that we put a link in the show notes to that episode as well. That would be great. Thank you, Mr. X. Carry on. Transformers and Rick and Morty D&D. Which Transformers? Because there's actually a couple of Transformer books coming out. Is it the newest one yes. that's supposed to take place... Before the war yes. of Cybertron? Right. The, the relaunch. It's ah. issue, I think, 11 or 12 at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Now, see, I actually was picking that book up, but dropped it after, I want to say, issue 9. 
I, I can't say that I grew up loving Transformers as a child. Okay. I knew of them. I watched them. I couldn't give you a list of more than maybe five characters. But I enjoy the concept of the Transformers. So when IDW announced that bold new era, ne- all new stories, never never revealed history, I'm like, this is a perfect opportunity for somebody who likes something but doesn't know the history to jump in on it. And eight, nine issues roll by, and sure, things were happening, but it was just a bunch of talking robot it was, heads. It was kind of slow. It, 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 it yeah. was very slow, and I need a little bit more action, especially from a book that's about robot aliens <laughs> transforming that can transform into other things. But that's just me. That's just me. So this is pre-war. So they're on Cybertron? Mm-hmm. Still on Cybertron. What do they turn into if they don't have trucks, cars, buses, et cetera, around? Cybertronian Yeah, they're modes. all Cybertronian planes. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. And Optimus Prime isn't even known as Optimus Prime. Well, because uh, he doesn't have the Matrix. Right. Yeah, he yeah. didn't get the title He's yet. just right. uh, Orion Pax, I think. Orion yeah. Pax. I had no idea he had a name that wasn't Optimus Prime. <laughs> I am right there with you. Yeah. So that brings me to Marvel. Best for last. Absolute Carnage. Okay. Absolute Carnage versus Deadpool. Mm-hmm. Dead Man Logan, even though we're getting to the very end of that series. It's almost over. Yeah, almost over. Deadpool. Old Man Quill, which is almost over. Punisher. Spider-Man City at War, which is almost over. House of X and Power of Ten. Mm. Mm. Okay. What would you say is the best book that you're reading right now? Right now, I'm having the most fun with Old Man Quill. Well, okay. All right. Why? Uh, you know, so it's part three of the ongoing Old Man series. So Old Man Logan, that's currently going on that like ongoing title, doesn't really fall into this. We're talking about the original. Everything went to crap. Yeah, and it's just kind of Wolverine hanging out there, and Hawkeye comes pick him up in the old spider buggy, and he's like, "I got a mission. Go for on you. a mission to make some money. Right? Yeah. Let's just, I'm not going to pop I, my I, claws. I need you. you know, Wolverine's like, okay, gets talked into it, and they go. Right. Then that leads to Old Man Hawkeye, which is actually the prequel. Well, it was what Hawkeye was doing before he gets. In- so Logan? Second, yeah, so you kind of ruin it. When Hawkeye picks up Wolverine, Logan, uh, you find out that Hawkeye's blind. So he's driving the spider buggy blind with Wolverine driving around. The prequel is what happens right before he goes blind. Like, Old Man oh, Hawkeye's okay. about, hey, Hawkeye, you're going to go blind. You have X amount of time before you're completely blind. Is there anything that you would like to do? And Hawkeye's like, yeah, I want to get revenge on everybody who, who betrayed the Avengers. Oh. Okay. Because the Avengers are dead and X-Men are dead. Okay. So okay. that's what Old Man Hawkeye is about. So you enjoy the fact that we're yet again taking another trip to this, what we affectionately Sa- refer to as the Old Man universe. Yeah, it's, it's, and it's the same planet. Is this from a different perspective? Like, what was going on with everybody out in space? You find out. Okay. So they covered, cool. like, you know, the, the, they covered the X-Men, they covered the Avengers. Now this is what's going on with everyone in space. And the cool. space stuff. Okay. Yeah, and they go, yeah. they come back to Earth. But yeah, so that's why I liked it. I'll pick up that trade. It's, it's pretty awesome. It's pretty entertaining. Hey, Mr. X, what's on your list? Well, I'm glad you asked, Murphy. My list is a little bit longer than yours, definitely shorter than Dr. Impact. That's why we're actually making him go last. Spoiler alert. I broke my stuff down as well. Figure I'd start with Marvel since that's the most, that's the biggest of the, uh, the companies that I'm collecting from. Right now I'm reading the Absolute Carnage event. And when I say the Absolute Carnage event, I mean I'm that sucker who's not only getting the main miniseries, but I'm also getting all of the supplemental miniseries and tie-ins. So when you say all the tie-ins, like if it's a tie-in in a book that you don't already get monthly, are you picking that up too? I am. Okay. Because I'm picking up Venom. I don't collect Venom, but Venom ha- is directly tied to the Absolute Carnage event. So I am picking up all Venom issues 
that are a part of this uh, this miniseries. And and the thing is, is that that's literally the only book that I'm not picking up that does have another ongoing that I'm getting. Everything else is miniseries or one shot. Oh, so that's the only supplemental tie-in, right? For yeah, you. Okay. Venom is the only thing that I'm going outside of my comfort zone. All of the tie-ins, the miniseries tie-ins, some of them seem a little superficial. Absolute Carnage versus Deadpool is just yet another excuse to Deadpool. throw Deadpool in a situation where he can get beat to hell but still come out strong because he's Deadpool. But there is a lot going on in the in the miniseries so far. As of the recording of this episode, Absolute Carnage is only halfway through. It barely halfway through. And a lot has happened. I cannot wait to see how this one ends. And speaking of the Absolute Carnage event, I'm collecting Amazing Spider-Man. Also a part of this event. Avengers. And coming out of Avengers, they just started a book called Black Panther and the Agents of Wakanda. Now, the agents of Wakanda were actually introduced in an issue of Avengers. The Avengers have broken away from the U.S. government and the U.N. They've gone rogue. Well, they haven't gone rogue. T'Challa, the Black Panther, is actually the chairman of the Avengers, so leader. And the world governments kind of don't like the fact that a sovereign is running the most powerful group of superheroes on the planet. And the Avengers are like... Deal, deal with, with it. it okay there is no shield anymore black panther has actually gathered highly skilled in so many different areas you can't even name them all people to be a part of this agents of wakanda and they've now gotten their own book only one issue has come out it's not horrible mm. I- i'm definitely going to pick up issue two to see how things go uh, and i'll keep people posted on how, what i'm thinking of it the Champions, I'm picking up The Champions, but sadly that book's almost over. It's only got one issue left. It's over with issue 10. Mm-hmm. Fantastic Four, I'm absolutely loving. And a supplement to Fantastic Four is The Future Foundation, which I am picking up. But I just found out very recently that the book's already been canceled. <laughs> so it's only going to last for like six, seven issues. So I, I, I'll pick the rest of them up just, just to have the full run. Just to have the full run, yeah. The Immortal Hulk has been a book that I have been very pleased with, surprisingly pleased with. If you're not reading it, folks, you definitely need to be. Superior Spider-Man, Tony Stark Iron Man, only because of Dan Slott, the writer Dan Slott, who was writing Amazing Spider-Man. When his run ended, he started writing Tony Stark, Iron Man, and the Fantastic Four. And the thing I love about Dan Slott is Slott cares about his supporting cast and thinks that they're just as important, if not more important. I was going to say almost more so. More so than your main character. You know, that's what made his run of Amazing Spider-Man so great. Absolutely. That, that is what's making Fantastic Four so great, and that is what is making Tony Stark Iron Man so great. I'm picking up House of X and the Powers of Ten, and even though they're not out yet, yes, I will be picking up all of the Dawn of X books once they're available. I'm also picking up History of the Marvel Universe, which is a great miniseries where Mark Wade has gone back and has kind of reorganized Marvel Comics history to where you can actually understand it. That is a massive undertaking. It is. It is. But well, Mark after- Wade, I mean, he's a walking encyclopedia right. oh, yeah. of comic knowledge. I mean, you uh, don't need to if- do research if you've got him around. <laughs> you just ask him a question. I don't think probably- anybody else could have pulled it off. I feel smarter 
after reading every single because not only is it a nice story because it, it uh, uh, spoiler alert so it takes place at the end of the universe okay and the last two people left in the universe Deadpool are Wolverine no no, no Wolverine <laughs> it's Galactus mm-hmm. that makes sense who is dying yes and Franklin Richards okay huh. and Franklin asks it, it's actually kind of very sweet Franklin asks Galactus to tell him a story tell me the story of the universe before oh. we die. I really want to pick this up now. And yeah. that's what this is. It's it's five, uh, I want to say it's six it's going to be six, six issues. issues. Yeah. Issue 3 as of the recording of this episode just came out. So okay. halfway through. Yeah. And then also through Marvel Marvel is also responsible for the Star Wars books. I just stick to the main book, Star Wars, and I'm picking up this brand new mini series. Well, brand new. It's almost half over now, but Star Wars Target Vader. Oh. A group of bounty hunters have been hired to take out Darth Vader. Those books are always super fun with Vader. Oh, yeah. They did some before where it was like The Last Command, and it was mm. about Vader and a group of like stormtroopers, and it was just a fantastic, well-written yeah. book. So those are always like, I, I, you almost got me interested in that now. Now I want to go get that book. Thanks. Well, there's only three issues out. You might be able to go so back, about, or you can wait and borrow mine or get the trade. I'll, I'll skip the trade. I was going to say a lot of the, the reason I'm not collecting a lot of single issues is uh, lack of space, and I prefer trades mm, because yeah. as yeah. as we started doing, we've given each other starter lists or starter books. Right? Yeah. And yeah. I prefer to have a trade to hand out, and they're easier because mm-hmm. then you don't have to worry about taking them in and out of the the, the bag and everything. And in some cases, cheaper sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. If, if you rip my paperback, I'm like, cool, dude. Just give me 14 bucks. We'll call it even. Yeah. You, you, if you my number ruin one, my number one you best issue. Get a new yeah. number one. X Men 2099. <laughs> we're fighting. Mm-hmm. Well, that moves us on to DC. Yes, that's right. <gasps> I'm picking up DC books. I've started infecting. You, you definitely have. <laughs> Mr. Doctor's become a virus. <laughs> he has. And he also Man, has the cure for said virus because he's a doctor. He's not that kind no, of I'm doctor. No, I'm not. Never mind. Let's right. not get into that again. <laughs> if anybody has been paying attention to our social media pages on Facebook, I have been doing... Short little videos as I take the trip down the road to DC's Rebirth. Dr. Impact gave me a stack of books, said, here's what you need to read to understand DC's Rebirth. I read them, I reviewed them, and they're up on our Facebook page. For anybody who wants to get the inside scoop on what I think about Everything DC before Rebirth. Say, I don't think you've actually gotten into Rebirth itself. Not yet. I have a giant stack that I haven't been able to touch because I'm so busy with everything else. But I will get to it, and then the videos will start up again. Okay. But for DC, I'm actually getting Batman Last Night on Earth, just like you. Yes, look at that. We're actually getting some similar books. (gasps) I'm also getting Batman Curse of the White Knight, Superman Year One from Frank Miller. Okay. There's half of a good book in there. <laughs> there is half of a good book in there. I'm also picking up Young Justice and the lead up to Legion of Superheroes. I've never read the Legion of Superheroes before the New 52 and stuff like that, but I've I've known of them. And they've always been interesting. I was always too afraid to get interested because there's so much continuity. Yeah. Well, this is the brand new version of the Legion of Superheroes for the New 52 Rebirth iteration mm-hmm. so i'm getting in on the ground floor so i'm i'm all for it moving on to boom i am picking up all of the whedon verse stuff i'm picking up the new buffy and angel and firefly buffy and angel is essentially like a reboot 
Okay. What if those characters and those stories happened now, today, instead of back in the late 90s? Mm-hmm. So it's a little uh, getting used to, you know, knowing the lore because I was a big fan of the TV shows. But it's still fun. It is still fun. Firefly, Firefly is, these are the stories after the show ended, but before the movie. Mm-hmm. So you okay. still have all of your characters involved. Uh, I might actually pick this up because I was it, always interested yeah. in how Shepard left the group. Well, so far we don't know because it's not there yet. we're not there yet. Oh. Also from Boom, on a lark, I picked up Once in Future, which is a brand new book that's supposed to have a new spin on the whole King Arthur legend. Picked up issue one just because. I mean, it was being talked about. And I'm like, well, let's see what the hype is. I immediately put it on my pull list. Hmm. It is that entertaining. I got into the whole King Arthur legend mm-hmm. while watching Gargoyles mm-hmm. growing yeah. up. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's a whole season that really revolves around King Arthur, but then all of Shakespeare's fairy tale stuff. Mm-hmm. And I, I found it very fascinating, and you get that okay. in this book. It's a, it's a good thing that you got it, and you've got it on your list, too, because, I mean, that's probably... If not the hottest, certainly one of the hottest. One of the books hottest books right now in business right now. It went through right. what five printings before it hit the shelf. Yeah, wow. Before five the reprints. first issue hit the yeah. hit the shelf, it went through five printings. Yeah. And before issue two came out, it was ordered from six issue miniseries to full on ongoing. And now a first printing of issue one is damn near impossible to find from, yeah. I, from what I understand. Yeah, so we get that in trade two. It's yeah, and I, I read it too. It's a great it's, book. Yeah. It's a really good book. Also from Broom, I'm picking up Something is Killing the Children. Another one that's super hot right now. I just like the name of that title. Yeah, that's scary. I'm already scared. Dr. Impact and I actually had to hunt a copy down. I was out of town. We hit like four or five shops. Four or five different shops and then called three others. I was out of town when the book actually dropped, so I, I, I wasn't there to pick it up. And when I went to the shop the next week, nobody's got it. Anywhere that I was going, we actually were able to finally track a copy down, but it was a variant cover. Well, I didn't care. I just want the damn book. Mm -hmm. Read the book. It is the first horror comic I have read in a long time that actually made me feel anxious while reading it. Oh. Yeah. It's supposed to be very good. I have not read it yet. I, we only found the one copy that day that we were out running around, the two of us. I ended up having to order my copy online, and even then I paid almost 10 bucks for it, and the book had just come out yeah. two days prior. Yeah, it's a really hot book, and I, after you know everything that Mr. X has said about it, I, I can't wait to read that. That sounds great. And the last thing I'm getting from Boom is uh, the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance 12-issue maxi-series. Boom has been putting out Dark Crystal content. Well, a lot of Jim Henson content... In general, but this is actually the third comic book that Boom has put out involving the Dark Crystal universe. This one is an, uh, is directly tied to the new show that is on Netflix. That's what I'm gonna ask. Issue one just dropped today, the day of the recording of this podcast. So haven't had time to read it, but I will let everybody know what I think. Uh, then moving on to Dark Horse, I'm picking up Aliens Rescue, and then I'm also picking up Manor Black by. Cullen Bunn, I'm a big fan of pretty much almost anything Cullen does, especially his horror stuff, and and Manor Black has been fun. Moving over to Dynamite, I'm picking up the two Elvira books. Elvira's got an ongoing, 
and then she has a mini series called The Shape of Elvira, <laughs> which they are lit- they're literally making fun of The Shape of Water. She is hired to be in a film uh-huh. that it's supposed to be a parody of Creature from the Black Lagoon, and her co-star stays in character all the time. Oh. But then we find out, oh wait, he's not an actor. <gasps> he's a real gill man. Oh my god. And then add in the sassiness of Elvira and it's 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 a fun book. Moving on to IDW, I'm collecting of course the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles ongoing along with the Shredder in Hell miniseries. How is that? I almost oh. picked that up. And I, I, I feel like I'm gonna I'm about to kick myself. Well, the thing is, though, is that it, unless you've actually been reading the Turtles book, okay, it deals with a lot of the lore mm. from that book. Okay, so I'm not totally kicking myself. No, but- I wouldn't kick myself. But if you ever get caught up with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, then yes, you definitely need to pick up a trade for Shredder and Hell. It is something else. Okay, I'm also picking up Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Urban Legends, which is the reprints colored reprints of the image run from the late 90s only this time they're actually going to finish the series the image run ended with issue 23 and had no ending it got canceled before it ended now are there are their bandanas still all red though yes okay yes the cool thing about the series as well is they've actually gotten the original writer and artist back to finish the story oh wow so not only are we getting brand new colored versions of these older comics, but then we're getting the story finished by the original team. And do you know how many issues that's going to be? Do you know if it only goes, if it's the one issue or if it's going to be a two or three issue I think they're up? going to 26, so 26. Uh, okay. uh, three, three more, more, uh, three more uh, issues to finish the story. Would this be a good jumping on point for someone like me? Yeah, actually because you don't need to know a lot about the backstory of the Ninja Turtles. You have a general knowledge of the Ninja Turtles. Yes. So if you picked up Urban Legends from mm-hmm. number one, turtles still live in the sewers. There's Master Splinter, and that's all you really need to know, except for the whole story of how Casey Jones has an adopted daughter, and he and April are together, and they're raising that child. Okay. That's the only thing that you would really need to know jumping into this book. Okay. To wrap up IDW, I'm also picking up Batman Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3, Crisis in a Half Shell, Transformers Ghostbusters, yet again. Where IDW is concerned, when you hear that they're doing these crossovers, you immediately go, well, how the hell is that supposed to work? That's stupid. Then you read it, and you go, oh my god, this is brilliant stuff. I've never been disappointed with the miniseries. So, even though it's not out now, I'm going to announce here that in December of 2019, I will start picking up the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Power Rangers crossover miniseries. Okay. Because why not? Because there's never been a crossover from them before and there never will be in the past. That's right. We're not going to talk about the TV show. You all bite your tongues. Yes. And then last thing from IDW, Usagi Ojimbo. And then the last book I'm picking up is from Oni, and that is Shadow Roads from, again, Colin Bunn, because I can't get enough of his writing. Yeah, I'm getting that one, too, and that's a that's a wonderful book, especially if you like horror comics. And it, the only problem with it is it, it doesn't seem to have a regular release schedule. That is it's the only very, annoyance yeah. that Hasn't I've got. Hasn't Six been out for a while, though? No, no. We're talking about Shadow we're Roads. We're talking about Shadow Roads. Oh, sorry. Six, yeah. Gun Six, Six Gun is over. Yeah. Six Gun is over. This is the spiritual so. right. sequel yeah. right. to okay. it. 
there's a little little problem where the uh, schedule, the release schedule is concerned. But uh, fingers crossed. Hopefully, I haven't heard anything about it being canceled. What's the favorite thing you're reading so far? Can you? Pick yeah, a I can actually. I, well, I can narrow it down to two. Okay, I have a guess of what one is. What? Immortal Hulk. Yes. Wow, that is my Marvel choice. Oh, I, think I, I love X Men stuff, mm-hmm. but the Immortal Hulk is the best thing I'm reading from Marvel right now. Oh, Dr. Yeah. Impact knows what the I'll, other book is. Exactly he's it, picking yes. that book up as well. Hmm. It's the regular, ongoing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles book. I yeah. guarantee it. Is that it? Yes, you are correct. Yes. Okay. Just like Immortal Hulk, oh my God, every issue is great. Okay. Immortal Hulk is only up to issue 24, I want to say. The ongoing for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles... Just hit issue 98. Just oh today. My. Today. Hmm. As so, of this recording. As of this recording. And I have never read a bad issue of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles from IDW. And that's high run. praise. It is. That's a good run. That's a solid <laughs> run. <laughs> yes. And I'm glad I have found out that they're not ending it with issue 100. It will that's continue good. on. A lot, of, a lot of fans were actually worried that issue 100 they were going to stop and start over again. I was one of those. <laughs> yeah, you were. Well, I guess that brings us to you, Dr. Impact, who has five, six pages it's like in a front of him. Book. I'm it's a, a book. I'm going to take a nap. Let me know when he's done. Walk us through, or maybe a brisk a brisk walk. No, well, no, just run. Run. Just okay. run. Sprint so, through. <laughs> so here's here's what I will, I will do. I, it, to make it easier, I've broken the list down into three parts. Independence, Marvel... DC. And it's, okay. he's reading all, everything from those three companies. <laughs> so. There you go. Roll credits. Here we go. And uh, it's not that much. Hit the Benny Hill music. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Death and Glory, Middle West, Everything, Berserker Unbound, Transformers, Transformers Galaxies, Transformers Ghostbusters, Usagi Yojimbo, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, TMNT Urban Legends, TMNT Shredder and Hell, Star Trek Year 5, Once in Future, Something is Killing the Children, Mary Shelley Monster Hunter, Archie vs. Predator 2, Jughead's Time Police, Strange Lands, Omni, Ignited, Shadow Roads, House of X, Powers of Ten, Spider-Man, Absolute Carnage, Amazing Spider-Man, Spider-Man Velocity, Ghost Rider, Fantastic Four, Immortal Hulk, Avengers, Savage Avengers, Captain America, Tony Stark Iron Man, History of the Marvel Universe, Dead Man Logan, Teen Titans, Superman's pal Jimmy Olsen, Shazam, Lois Lane, all of the Legion of Superheroes lead-in stuff, Action Comics, Aquaman, Batman, Batman Superman, Deceased, Detective Comics, Event Leviathan, Flash, Flash Forward, Freedom Fighters, Gotham City Monsters, Green Lantern, Hawkman, Justice League, Justice League Dark, Justice League Odyssey, Superman, The Terrifics, Young Justice, and not all but most of the connecting tie-ins for the DC Year of the Villain. That, 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 that was a lot. It's a little, yeah, I have a problem. I mean, I've, I'm collecting a lot, but... It's just some light reading guys, not a big deal. a little bit. And he works full time and does side gigs and still reads all that. Now, now to be fair, I am about three weeks behind in reading. 
Oh, only three, only three weeks. weeks so. But still, that's like 185 bucks, so that's a lot. <laughs> it's, it's a little much. It's a little much. Well, same question that we've asked everybody here. What book are you enjoying the most? If you can narrow it down. I don't, I don't know if I can. So what I will say is that what I am enjoying the most is any of the Year of the Villain tie-in stuff. Okay. Anything dealing with the Year of the Villain story. And, and keep in mind, you know, the Year of the Villain story, I think they've broken it down into about five chapters or acts. The first one being The Offer. The next one being... Oh, I think dark gifts and and basically it's each each month is a different chapter of the year of the villain story. So for anybody I am who only maybe maybe halfway through the offer at this point. So so for anybody who doesn't know what the year of the villain is, could you explain it to us? The short answer to that question is that essentially Lex Luthor has found a way to die and return to life and ascend to become Apex Lex. He's the ultimate Lex. The ultimate Lex. The ultimate Lex. And his idea here is to unite all of the villains across the DC universe as this impending crisis is coming. All of the DC books since Rebirth started have been hinting at and leading to a new crisis, potentially the biggest crisis we've had yet. That's, Many people, that's saying a that's lot. A, yeah, it's saying a lot. Many people have thought Doomsday Clock was going to be it, but as Doomsday Clock's schedule, as Smurfy said, has not been regular, its connection to everything is very bizarre and loose. And hopefully that'll get fixed here in January after the Doomsday Clock has ended, because that'll end in December, theoretically, if it comes out on time. You know, it's all been leading to this giant crisis, which now is looking like might be Luther's doing. Uh, okay. Luther at least starting at least where I am at in reading it seems that way again right. I'm I'm a few weeks behind well those are our big fat pull lists some fatter than others mm-hmm. sorry but we want to know what you've got on your big fat pull list let us know by heading over to our website at my big fat pull list whether it's two books 79 books or somewhere in between we want to know what you're reading well that's it folks the beginning of volume three has come to an end so so it's the beginning the end of the beginning the beginning of the, i don't know i i'm getting too deep and philosophical so until next time i'm mr x i'm smurfy pistol and i'm dr impact and we'll see you next time that's our show, folks. We hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to subscribe on the podcast listening app of your choice. What he means is download and subscribe on every app possible. Want to help support the show? Head over to our Patreon and take advantage of all the cool incentives we have to offer. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Until next time, keep your web fluid sticky. Your batarangs sharp. Ouch. And your space guns charge. That's not a space gun. That's Megatron. Insert the tone. You asshole. (laughs) I'm so glad you're back. (laughs) 
right out of the gate, man. He didn't even get to open his mouth. <laughs> I waited till he started, and then boom. And that sets the tone for volume three. That's our intro. <laughs> Here we go. Okay, great. Great banter. <laughs> Fantastic. <sighs> Derailed. Insert the tone. Well, we have announced our Patreon by this point. We're actually about to. Okay, because I was going to add it, but I can Stay do it later. Script. God, amateurs. No, it doesn't say. It does. It does. It does. The very last thing is Patreon page. <laughs> yes, okay. Stick to the script. Which, which leads us to our next point. There's a script. There is no script, Smurfy. They're called shoe nukes. Oh, my bad. I can't read. Well, I guess that brings it to me. Well, I'm not. I, Marvel. Oh, you're not done. I, I have Marvel oh. stuff. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, then hold on. Let me get this. <laughs> Editor, take out that that narcissistic bringing it to me <laughs> stuff. I'll announce you when it's time. Oh, thank you. <laughs> oh, gracious! <laughs> I prostrate myself before you.